It seems like the moon is like not angry. It's just like a little interested. Yeah. The moon is like ready to ready to fuck. Oh, <laughs> the moon it's down or whatever. Are oh, you cooking? Oh. You cooking stir fry? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm in. I don't know why that's where that oh, turned wait. out. Stir fry is a what? 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 Do you guys? All do right. you guys also fuck on stir fry night? Uh, well. <laughs> is that also your warm up? <laughs> nope. Part of married life, you guys. Stir fry night. Do you guys I'm fuck on stir fry night? We don't have so stir fry night. Right now. We'll get with yeah, we also don't have stir fry night. Which is not to oh, say that like the honeymoon is over. You gotta <laughs> it does seem like the magic is gone. Are you tell me if I bring stir fry home tonight, I can get some? I, I would guarantee it. I've been it. waiting six years. <laughs> <laughs> if you were this... reliable food Pavlovian link. <laughs> this if lady you... is not impressed by sautéed celery. That's all I have to say about that. Oh, yeah. If... Celery's, yeah. If, no, you, if you go home tonight, you make Heather a stir fry and she doesn't have sex with you, I promise I will. <laughs> Just to make it up to you. That's the only... And that's, I didn't know you felt so strongly about stir fry, Alex. Just the, I just no, I no believe idea. in it. It's not that I'm for it or against you it. Believe it's just the, the you system. believe in the you believe in the sexy powers what? of stir fry. What yeah. defines so a weird. stir fry? Is it like I know like what a stir if you bought me a stir fry I'd be like that's a stir fry, right? Like, <laughs> but I mean like is you it don't like, know where the hard edges are? How yeah, many, no, like, does it have many, to be cooked in a wok? Items can you? Yeah, I don't know. Are you hard yet? It's not a stir fry. Like this is no longer a stir fry. Can you can you just do it in a pan? Does it have to be like in a wok like dish? You could do it. It should be in a wok like dish. Wait wait wait. What if everything is normal except the chicken is chicken nuggets. Is it still stir fry? <laughs> yeah. Where are Everything the hard edges? normal, but there's regular corn instead of baby corn. Is it still a stir fry? Oh, uh, that that I think is no. Regular corn. I think corn is no. corn is a new world food. I don't think baby corn has a place in my stir fry. But oh, uh, all right, you guys. Do you want to do a podcast? I guess so. I'm excited. Sure. I'm excited to have you guys back. Oh, thanks. We're back. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can. Yeah. We'll Expect summaries. <laughs> It's going to be great. Anthony Lopez, we made you watch The Rundown, the 2003 action movie about The Rock going to the jungle. What is your major compliment for that movie? Um, I thought it had very nice people falling downhill stunt work. <laughs> yeah. Like, they won, a, they won an industry award for that stunt. Did they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's his a hell of a stunt. That looks it's, uh, really his impressive. His cousin, who is his stuntman, broke his ankle doing that stunt. Oh, jeez. Uh, this is one of the things I worry about in the movie business. Are stunt people constantly just dying and we don't notice because they're not the actual stars? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, there's, there's a Wikipedia page of everyone that has ever been died on the set of all of like film history oh, and if Jesus. you go through it a lot of your favorites are on there <laughs> like there's a lot of classics that people yeah. died on oh. the american public wants to believe it was just ben hur but it was so much more than ben yeah. <laughs> oh man i love that wikipedia is a, is got all it's the places to house all of the sadness it's like yeah. got, it's like a mansion <laughs> of nightmares it's like here's a room for everything that's bummer about the world like, yeah. here's just the thing about presidential assassinations, all in one place so you can ruin your day. Yeah, you start out looking at John Landis's Wikipedia page. Five minutes later, you're on uh, yeah. his death page. It, and then it's, were there any... Uh, sorry, Anthony, when you saw this, besides Stuntman, were there any, like, improbable deaths? Like, there was somebody died in the editing bay? Cause they, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's stuff like... There's a lot of, like, you know, random like, a real people to real having strokes or heart attacks on set. Like, he counted all sure. of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it wasn't that just, counts. like... Uh, it wasn't just stuntmen. Yeah, and, and then from women. that Wikipedia page, I went to a Wikipedia page of performers who died live on stage. Oh, God. <laughs> Which, oh, as no. someone who performs live on stage all the time, that really got to me. That was a dark place I spent a lot of time How in. How many is it? Is it a lot? It happens it's more than you would imagine. I mean. Yeah, murder mysteries. Well... And that doesn't even count the people like Harry Houdini, where like he gets punched on stage and goes home and dies in a bathtub ten minutes later. Like that's a totally separate yeah, no. category. No, it's yeah. only two like only two comedians on the list. So oh, that's, that's a relief. Yeah. Whereas like low if risk, it's like low risk. Yeah, you yeah, guys are quiet self destructors. Not <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if it was like if it was like crab fishermen, that's like three out of four die on the job. But like comedians, it's very few. So you're saying comedians should be paid even less since. <laughs> The good job is so much less dangerous. Or we should all go join I'm the fishing. deadliest catch. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is this is way off track for your compliment, but the stunt work. So they all fall down a hill, and it is yeah. tremendous, and only one person breaks an ankle. Well, it's an, an incredibly long hill that they fall off in like every different variation and form. <laughs> 
and they hit a lot of stuff on the way down. It's just really impressive. Yeah, they hit rocks, trees, yeah. spikes, water, dirt. Walking Whatever. away three minutes later. Yeah. Well, yeah. swimming away because they yeah. end up they in a pool. just be like bags of mush. Really yeah, but it was like for a movie that had you know, pretty okay stunt work throughout it, that one stunt is very, very impressive. That was really good. All right, uh, Chris, I want you to do your yeah. major compliment for the rundown. All right, so in setting up the, uh, the reason why The Rock has to go to the jungle... Yeah. Uh, the boss is talking to him, and The Rock makes some offhand comment, and the boss goes, If you want to be sarcastic, you do it with your monkey friends. You do not do it with me. And The Rock basically picked up his toys and went and was sarcastic with his monkey friends. It's true, he went to the jungle, found some monkey friends. And I just love the idea of The Rock as a petulant child throughout this whole movie. <laughs> I He's like, such a large, petulant child. I like the idea of being sarcastic to monkeys. I mean, that's a good like, long-term business plan. Yeah. How's that pink butt working out for you? <laughs> yeah. I bet we're all jealous of your cage. Yeah, I love when you hump my face violently. <laughs> Sweet. It is weird what that the monkeys delights. are face humpers in this movie. Yeah, that is weird, right? Thing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, should a, not be a thing. No. 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 <laughs> Tanya, Tanya, that's not a thing, but something good is. What is that compliment? That was a terrible segue. You know what I mean. Uh, I They used some Missy Elliott in a uh, remix that I did, did not approve of, but I do approve of Missy. So that's my compliment. Way to, way to get on that Missy Elliott tip. And also, come on, you guys, if you're going to do, do a remix, check with Tanya first. Make sure she approves. You know, I'm probably, yeah, you know, country, rap, rock, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm never going to, like, rubber stamp that, but uh, you tried. Kid tested, Tanya approved. Yeah. <laughs> 2002 had a lot of country, rap, rock, though. Oh, we all oh, remember. So much. We so remember. much. I was too, I didn't hear all of it because I was just pretty stuck on bawling with the ball. But, like, there I was, was going to say ball with the no thanks. Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, so, my major compliment is that this movie had the perfect amount of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Half of a second. <laughs> he walked by and was like, hello. And then he was gone off the frame. That you know what he whole... said? He said, have fun. Oh, have That's fun. It. That's what it was. Yeah. He w- they were in a nightclub and it was like celebrity cameo. And he is really delightful for like six seconds. So this was just like, you know, get in, get out, leave him wanting more. The yeah. perfect Schwarzenegger. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. He he just had a perfect like, you know, pound for pound the most lines. Yeah, it's like that's that's like small chunks of Schwarzenegger's the best like way. Watching like Jingle on the all the way only in Vine clips is really <laughs> enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> but if you were to watch the whole thing, it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah I want to jingle part of the way. Yeah, I think that joke's better than it got credit for. All right, let's move on. Perfect. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books, movies, and TV. I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow my Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hey, Alex. We have to look for the gato. Can we find the gato somewhere in here? Excellent. The gato. Uh, also joining us today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Tanya Davis. They got my tooth. I want it back. Also, everyone's teeth in this movie are very white. <laughs> really nice teeth in the jungle. Oh, oh, this is such like nice jungle toilet teeth. bowl white teeth on everybody. Every single... Well, a lot of the leading people. Let's be That's clear. true. Many yeah. of the uh, local miners did not have the best teeth. No. Well, that's, that's realistic. You know, you, it? it's that famous disease, miner's tooth. Sure. <laughs> it's really dangerous. Yeah. Is that, yeah, that more yeah, famous mine- disease, extras teeth, I think. <laughs> yeah. Did, uh, I've heard of that disease, Alex, by the way. Uh, tiny miners from the small mines go inhabit the mouths of the big miners, and they just mine away at the teeth for gold. Yeah, we mine gums and teeth. That's what they sing. That's their little chant. Yeah. Um, you guys, it's so good to have you back. Oh, yeah. Yay. Thanks. We miss Thanks. You. Sounds like you guys, uh, you know... Went through some shit with we Frogtown. We had we had an interesting time. Did you have a good time on your nectar-related trip? Nectar-related? Yeah. I'm, what? It was very sweet. Good. Uh, we traveled and you saw know, some sweet vistas. Nice. Yeah. You had some pictures Ambrosia. of sheep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, no, it was great. It was great. Good. Well, we were excited to have now. you. Uh, and and what, a, what better time to come back than the Rocktober? I think this is a good... It's very excited to talk about Dwayne Johnson. Uh, also joining us today, you guys, we have a very special guest. He's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 
PT2 on Twitter. In Portland, Oregon, it's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, my Twitter handle was originally going to be Welcome to the Jungle, but then I changed it at the last minute. Oh, because it turns out Welcome to the Jungle is a shitty title. Yeah. I actually think it's not copyrighted. Can you do that? Like, can you make a movie named after a song? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's cool. People do that all the time. I don't think you're you're copywriting. I mean, like, Inglorious Bastards is literally stolen from an old movie called Inglorious Bastards. It has nothing to do with. But it's spelled differently, so it's not copyrighted. Yeah, that's a good point. That's why yeah, but there were like wrong. eight movies called Gladiator. Oh, yeah. that's probably true. But is yeah. that? But like, what if like it was named after a song, Gladiator? Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, you know how sometimes they make movies that have the same titles as books, and nobody cares. <laughs> well, that's... I mean, George Michael has two freedoms. Technically, one is with Wham, but still, you know, <laughs> you do what you got to do. All right. Well, I I am I'm disappointed they changed the title. I really would have liked it to be called Welcome to the Jungle. That's sort of like Snakes on a Plane, where it's like the working title is ninety percent of the the quality of the movie. This would have been so <laughs> you much. You know, there's going to be jungle, and someone's going to have a housewarming gift. <laughs> yeah, I like it. He does yeah. get a ha- nice housewarming necklace. Like when he that's true. Gets there, he does get a nice gift in the jungle. What was the necklace he got? Yeah, he yeah, got the, the necklace jungle. of respect the, yeah. of the fighting respect. A fighting yeah. respect after he got punched into yet another bag of stuff. Oh yeah, all the punching. Anyway, you guys, this is episode number three hundred and ten of the podcast. We've now done as many episodes as the mile range of the upcoming Audi e-tron Quattro electric SUV. That's right. kind of far, I guess. Yeah. I right. Do you say Audi? Yeah. Is it Audi or not Audi? It's Audi. I thought it was Audi. Don't okay. worry about it. Hence Audi the joke, is? I'm Audi 5000. Yeah. Oh, right. Hey. Right. I was, yeah, okay. Audi. I like e-tron. I think it's a pretty rad name for a car. Like if you were yeah. like making an, if you were like in the 80s and you were like, what's a future electronic car called? Like Let's just e-tron. take a bunch of letters out of the word electronic and call yeah. it that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Speaking yeah, of going places, this week we're talking about the 2003 action comedy, The Rundown. It is starring... Dwayne the Rock Johnson because this is Dwayne the Rock Tober Johnstober. Oh, so good! I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> stoked about it. I love the Rock. Uh, oh, this is going to be a great month. I, I learned something really disappointing about the Rock. This oh week. no, what is it? You know his real middle name is Douglas, not the Rock. <laughs> Dwayne <laughs> Douglas. I've always Johnson. intellectually known his middle name wasn't the Rock. <laughs> But when I found out he had such a weak middle name, it's just really disappointing. I think Douglas is strong. <laughs> Dwayne Douglas Johnson. I mean, come on, that's not. I thought middle names had to be like 18th century presidential names. Isn't that? Well, they could have been The Rock, but no, that dream, <laughs> that dream was so precious. I actually like President Douglas. The Rock. Would you care to, to forward a letter to our allies in Spain? I wonder, I mean, if, he, if his name really was Dwayne The Rock Johnson, that would mean his parents had to know he was The Rock before he was born, and I just don't buy that. I think when he was 10, that's when they were like, wait, you guys, we accidentally made The Rock. I don't wait, think turns out he's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't wait. he the one that has that video of him breakdancing, or am I thinking of Vin Diesel? You're thinking about Vin Diesel. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. I mean, well, The Rock no, the, is from, like, a, a wrestling... Um, lineage. lineage. Wrestling and football lineage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he, yeah, like, he has that crazy cousin. Yeah, he has a bunch of uh, famous yeah. wrestlers that are his cousins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Yakazuna, the Japanese wrestler, who's not really Japanese. He's actually Samoan, but wrestling's hella he racist. Really? Uh, so they were like, <laughs> you yeah. can be Japanese, carry a Japanese flag. Uh, uh, but yeah, he's like The Rock's cousin. So it was Rikishi and a few other people. Rikishi? Yeah. Uh, also Samoan? Yeah, also Samoan. Um, so I'm guessing then that The Rock is also Samoan? Yes. He okay, is. good. Yeah. Good. Uh, I just am scared of this topic now. <laughs> <Just> worried. <laughs> Connecting the dots. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I'm worried that you're like, he's actually Puerto Rican, but he's playing uh, in... Anyway, I'm just... Now that the WWE will change people's identities, it's scary to me. Yeah, Sojin Slaughter, no real military experience. <laughs> also has yet to kill anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Literally wanted for murder in four states. That would be a different wrestling game. All right, anyway, um, so Chris, now that you're back, we can finally actually understand what happened in this movie. I need you to summarize oh. okay. in the style of The Rock. So right, get huge. And like just just raw eggs and... Uh, <laughs> Just protein shakes. Protein shakes for days. Waking up in the middle of the night to eat a fried chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's what fourth was, dinner. It's power dinner. Yeah. What was the... He was really into fish, right? He had like salmon cod. six times. Yeah, so cod. yeah. A lot of cod. cod. It, it's Ed a healthy cod. protein. Like yeah. six times a day, he was like eating some part, part of a cod. He was like... Almost a vendetta against cod was the amount of fish he ate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it's you excellent. know, the Grand Banks are no longer grand for a reason, and the rock is part of it. Oh, jeez. Harsh. Okay. Well, anyway, Chris. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> Make so, it grand the rundown. Again. Summarize this I'm going to give you the rundown, Alex. Option A, I describe this movie. <laughs> Option B, I'm going to describe that movie, but I'm also going to kick your ass. <laughs> Why would anyone take option B? There is no option C. <laughs> That's too bad. So, yeah. Uh, so let's go with option A. I think we'll all be a lot happier. Uh, so The Rock uh, is basically just, I mean, he plays The Rock, as you know, from screen. But his character's name is Beck. No known first name. Uh, and oh. Beck's job is to collect on debts let's for his Douglas mobster. Beck. Okay. Doug Beck. <laughs> Uh, that's a weird name. Uh, but he collects on debts for his boss. And so when uh, you know people like famous football players or whatever uh, owe his boss money and they don't pay his boss back due to hubris or the mistaken belief that The Rock will not come and seek vengeance on their ass, <laughs> The Rock chases them down and beats them the hell up unless they, they pay. And so The Rock is very good at fighting. He's yeah. like, it's, it's no... Do we know it, what his boss does? Obviously, there's some gambling, but... there's Yeah, there's some gambling debts. I think he's, he's, a, he's a mobster. He's the kind of making some red sauce for the guys in his, like, palatial kitchen sort yeah. of mob boss. Yeah, he's yeah. at yeah. that constantly in the kitchen with two goons stage, a mob, <laughs> mob yeah. boss. Yeah. Yeah. He's not out in the vineyard chasing the little kid around boss level Yo, yet. No, That's the that one big. right above it. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's the slightly lower mob He needs to manage slightly more goons before he can get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs to yeah. recruit 12 more goons into the entry level. It's a pyramid yeah. scheme, the whole thing. It is, but finally he can, he'll be able to hang up that apron. But The Rock needs to do one last job because The Rock is looking to take up the apron and open up his own restaurant. This is, this is The Rock's entire motivation is it's one last now, job. Now, I Chris, love one I, last job. OLJ, OLJ. I would sort of assume that he would get constantly made fun of for wanting to open a restaurant. But he never once does. Well, are you going to make fun of him? He's huge. Well, he's, he's huge. very violent. But nobody is like, like, even when the people are killing him, they're, not, they're always like, okay, well, that's a reasonable goal. But still, I'm not going to let you have this money. Everyone like, in just... Los Angeles wants to open a restaurant. <laughs> Everyone gets it. They're like, oh, and that's yeah. it. Everyone's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Sam yeah, you just found out what a porcini mushroom is. You got it, son. You sound like restaurateur material. Yeah, but the thing is about uh, opening a restaurant, I think everybody's rooting for The Rock to not be pounding their ass with uh, fisticuffs and table legs and whatever else he's being They want to see him so, pounding out a flank steak. That's right, or a chicken cutlet. Anything that is much less you know, beating them up. So everyone's like, oh, a restaurant, great idea. Go, go, go. But he has one last job to, to get this done. He has to get the mob boss's son out from the Brazilian jungle because the mob boss's son has a debt of like $250,000. And it's, uh, the reasons are vague, but uh, The Rock has to go to the jungle and get him out. Normally, this would be a simple extraction, except there's a complication by the name of one Christopher H. Walken. <laughs> also, there is. I assume that his debt was just like grad school. Yeah, well, it was they, something like that. They say at the end he like nailed some dude's wife, right? Oh yeah, there was also something vague in Chicago that was like, oh, yeah. he was married. I didn't, or she was married. I didn't know that. And then he was like, all right, that explains why someone has put out a bounty on your head. Yeah, the water he's in, it's a little warm, so they got to get him out. <laughs> but here's the deal: Chris Walken owns Mining Town, comma Brazil. <laughs> and Mining Town, comma Brazil is a hellish place full of, uh, you know, quasi slavery, uh, brutality, all these things. Bad Chris teeth. Walken, bad teeth. Chris Walken is lord over it all, and he yeah. is mining gold. He is extracting all the gold he can out of this soil. He learns that there is a treasure called the Gato, and the Gato is an ancient uh, statue made of solid gold. And he knows it's out there, but his team hasn't been able to find it. But this guy's son, Travis Walker, Stifler from American Pie. Remember him? Uh... He knows where the treasure is. And so The Rock wants to get him out, but the mob boss wants to keep him and use him to find the Gato. So what do they do? Mob boss wins this little argument, 
and uh, Stifler doesn't want to go back to the States. So, through a crazy circumstance, the Jeep turns over, and it is the Rock and Stifler lost in the jungle, trying to find the Gato, trying to get home, and making friends along the way? Maybe. Stifler's a snarky uh, asshole, and right. The Rock has almost no sense of humor. Right, and their, their faces are very monkey-humpable. Yeah, they, their faces get humped by monkeys. They get beat up by the local rebel group because there, there's a local rebel guerrilla group rebelling against uh, Chris Watkins' town. Um, Rosario Dawson is in it with an improbable accent also. Uh, she plays the local rebel leader who uh, also wants the Gato to be able to sell the Gato these to are, fund her rebellion. These are Japanese rebels, no. right? No. I, no. no. No, the word local is very important here. <laughs> yeah, local. Uh, Brazilian? Yeah, no, anytime you leave America's safe embrace for somewhere that isn't Europe, you're just dealing with lawless people, lots of Jeeps <laughs> and machine guns. They're all just dirty. Machine guns built going into on. Jeeps? Yeah. Yeah, machine guns built into Jeeps. <laughs> just yeah. They just they have nothing Thugs better to do. with whips for yeah, some reason. Cool. There's a lot of whips. So many bull whips. Yeah. yeah, and if you have white teeth and you can run fast, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, in they go yeah. through so much shit. They get humped by monkeys. They fall off cliffs. They get beat up by people. They get shot at, scraped, burned, whatever. You know what? The only injuries they have is the Rock has three tiny scrapes on his upper peck at the end of all this. That you is know, it. One of the things you you haven't mentioned yet is that uh, for moral reasons or not, the Rock doesn't use guns. Until he starts using guns. Yeah, well, The Rock, it sort of Chekhov's all the gun havoc. Because what The Rock does is he says, I never use guns. I hate guns. So he's beating up all these people, even people with guns. He's so good at fighting, he can beat them up with a chair or with his fists or with his, like, grimace or whatever. (laughs) But eventually, the stakes get too high. The odds get too slim. He has to use guns. And when he does, look the fuck out, everybody. He shoots everyone. It just turns out fine. Yeah, he turns into Rambo, and it's just like the body count is so high in that final battle. Because it's like how vegans know how to cook every kind of protein. Just because you're morally against something doesn't mean you're not intimately familiar with exactly how to do it. Yeah, you yeah. spend a lot with of time incredible practicing inf- like with staggering efficiency. Yeah, yeah lightning, he, fast speed, and precision. It's yeah. some of the best ridiculous action movie shooting, including at one point shooting two shotguns in one hand. Like, with yeah. one finger pulling double triggers. and Well, previously he had cocked them with his bicep. <laughs> yeah, right. so. Of course. Right. So they were ready. Well, shotguns yeah. aren't very, you know, uh, effective from that distance. So you want to double them up. Oh, it's really double the range. spread. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does shoot people from very far away with shotguns, too. He's very... Yeah. So very eventually accurate. all the bad guys get shot. Uh, Rosario Dawson is, is happy, I guess, with uh, having the Gato. Uh, and uh, the rebellion wins against the mi- the evil miners, and the Rock gets to open up his restaurant, and it all works out for just about everybody that we like. Well, and he also takes Dorky Guy away from his dad, so he's not whatever was going to happen to him. But he, I think, right? tortured actually. Yeah, seemed like torture, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, or at least abuse. Yeah. Ugh. Well, you know, it's his dad. It's allowed to. Nope. You get to torture your kid, right? That's not how that works. Oh, try again. Fun fact. Uh, you can torture anyone else's kid. Everybody Gosh, gets this one is a torture, weird right? <laughs> right? You get to torture one person. Yes, yeah, the know, Sean Penn movie. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's that classic. All right, you guys. So here's the thing. This movie has, I would say, like equal amounts of really delightful things to just the dumbest yeah. things. So uh, we're gonna play the game of yeah, but yeah, but you, but yeah. So, hates, compliments, all mushed together. Whatever somebody says, though, if somebody says something positive, the next comment about the movie has to be something negative. So, And you transition with yes, but, or yeah, but. So, are you ready? Sounds sure. good, everybody? Yeah, um, but. Is the nice. name of the segment. Yeah. <laughs> good, good work. Uh, I, I enjoy watching him fake fight. And I think it's partially because as a wrestler, he, tra- he trained for so many years in fake fighting. I think he's particularly ready for that. His fake fighting does look awful wrestly, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, but yeah. His, his fake fighting does look really uh, professional wrestlery. He even does the thing where he kind of stomps the ground while punching a guy. In yeah, the way he that does. they do that in wrestling. It's, a, it's hard it, to break a habit. It's really bad. <laughs> um, and so, like, he's good at throwing a punch if you don't watch anything else. And he does a lot of, like, wrestling posing after he does stuff. Like, he'll look out, like, like he's surveying the crowd. Like, yeah. 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 And, like, what I liked about, like, for instance, Fast Five, 
or Fast 6 is that he's sort of become more of an actor than a wrestler, and he can kind of do more th- stuff that looks better on film, I guess. Yeah, uh, but, but is- all of those movies still have, like, the signature. Every movie Rock does one classic wrestling move in it. Didn't he do the one That's here a- where he, like, thighs your face and then flips you Well, over? he does the hurricanrana at one point, but early on in the movie, the very sure first bad. fight... One of the guys he gives a rock bottom to, which is his signature does. move in the what WWF. Yes. Which one is that? Uh, it's, it? the, it's the move that looks like it would hurt the least and is the least effective. <laughs> yeah, it's because like it is setting a guy down on the ground and laying down at the same time. Yeah, it's when you, oh. you, a guy punches past you, so you kind of hook him like this, and then you pick him up and you slam him down. Because the thing with the rock bottom is it's not the rock bottom that gets you. It's the people's elbow that does you in. Right? That's... <laughs> The most electrifying move in all of show business hits you. That's when he's not getting up. I would think the, the rock bottom is he's like, he grabs you around the neck, you do heroin for 10 years, and then you like <laughs> miss your mom's birthday party. Because you're hair on heroin. Yeah, yeah I, know, I got what you, well, <laughs> you get in that. Yeah. That's your bottom, Alex? <laughs> well, it was a really important birthday, and that's when you realize, I don't know, why am I in this Stark. house that I, with people I don't like doing heroin when I could be but, watching my mom blow out the uh, 64 candles the fast movies yeah, have I really good uh, <laughs> wrestling moves in all of them yeah he does like an OKO yeah. in uh, fast six in the back of an airplane that's real dope this really would be like way that. more fun if I knew the names of the moves when he did them actually this seems like it yeah, would make well, it I was it's say, not my fault this... you pissed away your childhood and didn't watch wrestling <laughs> <laughs> I think this might explain the existence of this movie to me a little bit more like why why there's so much fighting and so little plot like this, this is actually helping. Oh, yeah. Wait, so when did he stop wrestling? Uh, so it was he hasn't like stopped yet. Yeah, he hasn't. He <laughs> still, still comes, comes back. back every few years. Yeah, oh. he, I mean, he was he was the champion for a few years not too long ago. It does seem like he makes but, so much money doing this. Yeah. that he wouldn't need to do. Well, that Well, it's often. the greatest promotional device he can have, right? Anytime he has a movie or anything to promote, he comes back. He slams a motherfucker through a table, and then they're like. Oh my God! Go see Fast Seven because The Rock is awesome. Oh really? And like, oh that's yeah. so cute. Yeah. So he like comes back. He's in it for a few weeks and then he bails out again. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I and see, he's, I like, just... he's still huge and yeah. working out. Oh yeah, yeah. He works out like he's still doing whatever. He's eating he wants. a ton of cod. Okay, yeah, he's so... bigger yeah. than he was when he was wrestling. But yeah, did you like... notice how svelte he looked? Yeah. In movie? Yeah, yeah. 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 He looks very trim. He left like Where's yeah, butt in all of this. I'm about to do one. Yeah, but stiffler though. Oh my God, Stifler! Yes, what about that? Uh, so he wasn't funny, nor was <laughs> any of the banter. So terrible! It's the albatross around this film's neck that is covered in albatrosses. So if this is an action comedy and is the Rock the is the action, Stifler is not. He can't be the comedy, can he? No, no. Uh, Chris Walken's the comedy. Is he? I don't know. I still like Chris. I like him anytime he's there. It's what? like we built you a town. <laughs> That was pretty good. Actually. I built you this beautiful back lot here. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So so Stifler sucked. Um, yeah. Any motivation about the gato, which everybody said gato, it was just uh, it was real. Okay, that's true. That's, that is dumb. Why did they yeah. need that MacGuffin? Well, yeah, yeah. But isn't it great the way they set up the gato in this cave where there were all of these thousand year old wooden support beams and you could only punch some of them that was pretty fun right yeah but <laughs> didn't indiana jones do that far better and before yeah that's true it did seem it was very indiana jones also i love the thing indiana with 800 year old traps because i i like imagining you're this ancient tribe and you're like we've got this one cool thing cat head made out of gold and you're like let's set up this elaborate cave trap that only the smartest people can come take the cat head Right. But then, like, what if, like, you're on the way out and you trip and then the whole cave collapses? Like, you screw it up and then you got to rebuild the whole system? Yeah, yeah there's another 800 years. Then. They must yeah, have, but yeah. How long are we going to have mythological folklore, like, being the only thing that indigenous people have to combat, like, Whitey's terrible supremacy impulse? Like, are we really just trotting this out every single time? Just like, don't worry, somewhere in the woods there's something that'll save us all somehow. Yeah. And is it the yeah. mythology or is it the white man that saves them from this oppression? Hard to say. Could be both. Yeah when, you, when you, yeah, when you plug a white man into the search party and have him dig out the mythology. Yeah, they, they set him up as the dumbest Ugh. person who's ever lived, and he found this thing that no one had found after th- years and years of searching. 
Yeah, but he weird. did spend at least a semester at Stanford. Yeah, what a weird Stifler character. Did. Oh, he didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, but you got to remember, though, this is not a normal jungle, right? Because, like, there's not a single bug in this whole jungle. There's only one yeah, animal. No there's, there's no creatures. They, yeah, they sleep just on the floor with no mosquito nets. They're fine. There's no snakes. There's no... The only animal is the face hump monkeys, which are terrifying, but not that bad compared to, like, tigers. Yeah, but considering how immune they are to absolutely everything else around them, like oh, it's true. not at all surprising to me. Like ev- like they fell down a hill for like two hours. <laughs> that's like true. clearly, like if they're not gonna get like their organs pulverized by that, like a you'd think a monkey's is, junk on your neck wouldn't be that wouldn't be, bad. Yeah, it wouldn't be that big a deal. It really is yeah. the most upset yeah, he is the whole movie is when the monkey humps his mm-hmm. neck. Whereas like he takes a thousand punches to the face and is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty weird. But he's the rock. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I, I, I think that may be the ultimate nullifier of this argument. Is whole game? Yeah, whatever you say. Yeah, but he's the rock. I think that's pretty fine. I. Did, what did you guys think of the shooting gimmick? Did you the no shooting gimmick and then him shooting later? Like, was that? Did that work for you? I like. Uh, I think like I no liked him not shooting. No, there was. Yeah, there was no tension. I liked him being a not shooting person, and I thought that him, if he were to stick to his non-existing not shooting guns about this, he would be able to not shoot and come up with creative ways to not shoot people. Yeah, you see what I did there? Yeah, uh, took me a second. But he it, sticks to his not guns. I get it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but if if he were more creative about it, it'd be great. But his creativity comes down to either punch or hit you with a chair. Like that's those are his two options. And when he's out of punching and chairs, he's got to go to guns. And uh, I think he just it, wasn't. It was there so wasn't weird tension. that they were like that. He was like, "Yeah, if I touch guns, bad things happen." And then he touches guns, and like only great things happen. And then he's like, "Well, I guess I'm guns now." Well, it's just like he touches guns and it just turns into like gun porn. Like it's just oh, super, right. it's, it's become super like gun fetish. Like, it, like it, that's what really bugs me. I hate like the fetishism of guns in movies and stuff. Like that's you I'm see that a lot. Guess. And this one's yeah. real. Like the second he touches guns, it's like the slow camera shot down <laughs> his arms. Yeah, they're an Flipping extension of him. Yeah. And also, I think The Rock, like, here's something positive about this. Often, I think The Rock couches things in terms of how it's going to be for the people that aren't him. So he's right. When he touches guns, bad things do happen to everyone to around him. Yeah. Like, he does he does straight up murder, like, 30 to 45 people yeah, he does. in but, you about know, 90 seconds. They all seem to deserve it. By virtue of being, like, hard to see. Yeah. And, yeah. like, on a building. Not having like, gotten a lot really of not... screen time. Sure, sure, yeah. There's no like explanation of like the infrastructure of anything here, so we don't know who's actually bad and who's just. Who like, was an amateur meteorologist? Yeah, who might have yeah. been checking the weather. Who can say? Who yeah. can they say? knew who the care? job when Apparently they signed no up for? Yeah. Okay. Look, <laughs> I hate to blame victims. I don't like that. But if you're sneaking around a, a roof during a gunfight, pointing your telescope up up at the sky for your amateur meteorology, maybe you should have checked out to see if you were in the middle of a gunfight first. Look, in yeah, the and br- was that. In the break room of your job, if there's three guys with bullwhips in the corner, <laughs> you're not looking for the good guy. Yeah. If there's like the bullwhip unit hanging out there, this which, might, you by might the way, for the baddies. Do you think they hired do, three bullwhip guys that. individually, that or they came as a as a set? You, like, you know uh, what? You know what? Usually HR puts up like a bullwhip Wednesday sign yeah. with like the little clip art that has like the guy with the bullwhip, and it's like, Whoa, watch out, yeah. and don't forget to clean the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it if they were a package like lateral move from bullwhip, bullwhip, and bullwhip. Yeah, and they were brought in. <laughs> no, well, they just like, yeah, they're the, consultants. The job posting was like, we need three goons with innovative weapons, and then the bullwhip tw- triplets were like, guys, this is our chance. Finally, we you can get like, a guy with a bolo. You know, you say that about the bullwhip triplets, but I saw their TED talk, and they they have some good points. <laughs> yeah. You know, it really I, hel- it holds your attention. <laughs> It's really mostly just captivating speaking. I'm not sure the points were that good. They're just really great public speakers. Yeah, I mean, the way they use the PowerPoint, but they only use their bullwhips to control it. From <laughs> yeah. side to side. Oh, that'd be great. Next slide. Whoops. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's and pretty what's good, happening off, off stage is that the whip is just hitting a poor nerd who's like, okay, click. Uh, <laughs> this is a little captive Why nerd. does the whip need to hit anything? It could just be a signal for the nerd to hit next. <laughs> I know. That's the bullet twi- triplet's magic is that they, they yeah. require authenticity. Man, there is this fight scene between the rock and the bullwhip triplets. The bullwhip triplets each have... Two bullwhips, one in each hand, and they cannot manage. Six bullwhips. 
they're surrounding the rock with six bullets. They can't manage to hit him once. There's, it is bad. At, at one point, he does like a barrel roll where they're whipping over and under him, and he's like, like tabletop flat out rolling. Yeah, but then he lands yeah. flat on the ground, and they just let him get up and take a breather. I think. I think he gets a little bullet. He does have yeah. that one like red streak on his face. Yeah, game respect game. They's got to get let him get up. <laughs> That's true. Hey, like, hey, you're not into guns, neither are we. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Also, our bobo handles have knives built in. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, seems that, a... that seems very impractical. Uh, sure, it does. Sure. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I really think the bullwhip is the impractical part. I think there are better weapons at this point in civilization. But you, you know, if you're going to choose a gimmick, you go with it, right? And I get you know, yeah. you don't think having a backup gimmick is also good? I just think it. You know, it's like my dad always used to say: whatever gimmick you're into, make it have a knife come out of it, just in case. <laughs> Your dad had some weird advice, man. He, yeah, really into hidden knives for some reason. Snakes, haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they hate it. Oh, hey, Space Shark. Is that you? It's me, Pirate Lion. Pirate Lion? What are you doing here at the mall? Oh, I'm just browsing. Man, it's it's been so long. <coughs> <coughs> oh, how rude of me. This is my girlfriend, Diana. Diana, this is Space Shark. It's nice to meet you. A pleasure. Uh, you, you remember Space Pig, of course. Hey. Hey. Wow, it really is you, Pirate Lion. I was so sure you died in episode 267. Oh, you don't remember the announcer saying I somehow survived the explosion in my secret bunker? Here's a clip. <coughs> Yar, I somehow survived, but I'm buried in rubble. It may be years before I reemerge, or maybe a few months. We'll see what the fans say. And I'm here, too. Sweet. Want to talk me off while we wait? Sure. Space Shark. Ew, that's gross, even to me, and I fuck pigs. I feel fine about it. So, um, Diana, what do you do? I'm an infectious disease specialist, a lawyer for the homeless film director, and opera singer. Very impressive. So how did you end up with this asshole? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, now. Not really. He's an asshole. He tried to murder the earth. That's true. He's a rascal. All those things are just day jobs. My real passion is making toys for kids out of recycled lead painting supplies. Huh. Well, Space Pig here has a kid. Do you, would you ever buy something like that, Space Pig? Nope. Hmm. Of course you wouldn't, silly. It's just not out yet. But you can donate to my Throw Money at Me project. If you donate $60, you get a free paint chip teddy bear. Oh, great. Another crowdfunding project. Why, why aren't you just using Kickstarter? No, Kickstarter has all these rules, you know, by my whiskers. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Uh, my last project, the first practical watermelon handle, didn't get fully funded, so... I didn't get any of the money, and it really bummed me out. Yar, why shouldn't you get the money people pledge to you just because the rest of the internet thinks it's a bad idea? With throwmoneyatme.com, you can keep any money you get. No questions asked. And there are no restrictions on the kind of projects. It's great. Maybe I'll donate later. Anyway, we've got to be going. Yeah. Yes, us too. Um... It's been nice meeting you. Oh, and, and don't worry. We'll know if you donate or not. Throw Money at Me has this cool feature where it connects to Facebook and shows which of your friends haven't donated yet. Isn't that fun? Is it? Before my watermelon handle, I was working on an organic comic book that explores the secret sexual world of the sage grouse, and some of my friends didn't donate. I was really disappointed. Do you want to support that project? I'm relaunching it on Throw Money at Me. Well, anyway, we got you know. We really have to go. You know, it's a uh, there's this thing, and we need to be there at a certain time. So we're just gonna. Oh, head out. us too. We're going to go buy yarn for the knitted hats I'm making that look like losing vice presidential candidates. Well, first you'll have to donate money for me to go to Thailand and learn how to knit. Why Thailand? I've just always wanted to go. I figure I'll learn how to knit on the plane. It's a long flight. Okay, we're leaving. In a weird way, I've missed you, Space Shark. We had all those crazy adventures together. You know, I've been trying to get Pirate Lion to write a novel about all the struggles he's been through with you. You should donate to my campaign, Pirate Lion Write Book. Oh! 
Are you tired of all the fraud protection on Kickstarter? Then you need to use throwmoneyatme.com. We don't do anything to check on the legitimacy of the projects, and we won't turn away any of your stupid ideas. Even if only your parents donate, you still keep the money. Throwmoneyatme.com. We put the defund in crowdfunding. Space Shark. Space Shark. Space Shark. Space Shark. He's a friend to all the... <laughs> all right, you guys. Uh, now it's time for a game of Top 5. Top 5! So this is our questions from our listeners about the movie we just watched or about anything else, really. Uh, so first up, at underscore can't us asks on Twitter, can you name any other films where the location scouts were robbed at gunpoint whilst trying to find somewhere to shoot? Can you, Anthony? This feels like a quiz more than a fun open-ended question. Uh, let's see. I have to imagine some bad stuff happened on Apocalypse Now. Yeah? Why is that? Oh, yeah. Just that's a bad good stuff one. happened on Apocalypse Now. There's oh, a whole just, movie yeah, made about it. bad happened. Uh, all the other bad stuff happened. So why not this, too? <laughs> uh, I know in World War Z, their, their, uh, their set got raided by, like, the FBI because they smuggled in real guns into the country to film stuff. Really? Yeah. Can't you use That's fake guns in movies? Awesome. Yeah, they can. Well, but you can use they, blanks. Yeah, I don't know exactly uh, the story of what happened exactly, but I know they got like raided by somebody. And I think it was the FBI. So That's real guns, fake that. bullets, or you could do fake guns, real bullets. Nope. No, mm-hmm. you don't want you don't want real bullets going off. Well, but anywhere. it's not a gun. So you're just putting real bullets in like a squirt gun. That's not going to hurt anybody. Those are the mean, famous what? last words of Brandon Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. I can take it. It's, it's a fake gun. Real bullets. I'm cool. I, I just liked that question because I liked that more ridiculous stuff happened on this movie. Like, we talked about the uh, ankle breaking and then uh, their location scout, scouts were robbed. There uh, was a, which may uh, have been a joke. A news story oh, really? I read uh, last year about... Um, so, like, a lot of movies shoot in Hong Kong now because, you know, like, that's how you get movies into Hong Kong mokets and the Chinese mokets because that's such a huge thing. Is you have to, if you shoot film a scene in China, you, de- you get in a lot easier. So you make all this money. So that's why all these movies are being shot in China right now. Uh, but there's a, there's a lot of great stories of sh- like, uh, m- Chinese mob shakedowns that happen. Uh, when basically they'll just come and just shut down your set in the middle of shooting until, like, like you're going to pay us money or we're not going to leave. And apparently, like, Michael Bay was just not hand- dealing with that shit well. Huh. I was just very upset. And it was, like, the one guy who was like, I'm not going to pay these assholes. Right. And because he has so much power and cl- clout, he got, like, a bunch of, like, cops to come in and, like, hold off the gangsters off the set of Transformers 4. It was, like, this wow. big, scary standoff. You know, a lot of people were scared yeah, it's going to go Yeah, that's a really south. intense thing to happen to make a movie as bad as Transformers 4. Yeah. Like I respect his dedication to the to the craft. Well, if you want to make a terrible omelet, you got to still break some eggs. Break some really <laughs> shitty eggs. You, you br- need gotta to break some spend eggs. Spend a lot of money. Yeah, you break the eggs you pay for, not the eggs Hong Kong wants you to break. Yeah. I like that theory though that it makes more money in the Chinese market if you film a scene there. Like no, that is, I, they only allow like oh, X a number of that's the a real movies thing in well, every I mean, year. I mean, their idea of doing that as a way, like if you want to get. I'm just saying, like, if you're China, you're like, if you do that, if you film here, we'll let, we'll let your movie show here. It's a really cool scheme. Uh, and I just want everyone to know that if you film a scene of a movie in my apartment, I am much more likely to watch that movie. Yeah. I have the same policy. Yeah, and you bring in the same amount of box office bucks. Want, if you want to open up that yeah. lucrative Falcon yeah. apartment uh, money, yeah, you really got that whole market. You want everybody to say, I know that bathroom. <laughs> well, I just assume oh, you get paid for having a location. Put me in the movie. I'll also watch that. Right? I'd watch any movie that I was in. Or at least my scenes. Sort of like when someone... <laughs> when somebody writes a blog that I might be in and I just control F for my name and then close it after I found it. It's like that with movies. Yeah, that's how you roll. That's how yeah, I roll. Yeah, totally. Uh, number two, at Baby Got Bakula. Bakula? I don't know. Uh, Bacula. Bacula. Like Bacula? Scott Bakula. Come on. Bacula. Quantum Leap. Star Trek uh, Enterprise. Okay, Let's great. Let's do this. Uh, at Baby Got Bacula uh, asks, what if the Scott character was also played by The Rock, but reduced in size by CGI? So Huge Rock <laughs> runs down Small Rock. Run, runs down three-quarter size Sarcastic Rock? <laughs> See, I think he would do that now, but er, 2002 Rock did, was not, didn't have the self-referential like humor. 
And the oh, technology yeah. just wasn't there yet. It wasn't. <laughs> so they you think yeah, they could America. only do some face morph to make their faces look weird like they were hallucinating? Oh, right. When yeah. they were eating the hallucinating fruit, which we didn't even mention. iMovie can do that effect. That's not that That's fancy. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, now. I, I would watch any. I, I mean, I, I really want this movie. I want to see The Rock play and then the smaller The Rock. Could you make a skinnier yeah. The Rock? Could you make a, a different ethnicity The Rock? Does iMovie do that? Yeah, let's just hook The Rock up with Eddie Murphy's people. Yeah. You know how he does that a lot? <laughs> yeah. The Rock is The Clumps. <laughs> oh, that. he would totally do that now. Man, I but I that. love movies where people play like two people. Like I saw Jake Gyllenhaal in Enemy. Mm. Uh, there's The Double with Jesse Eisenberg. I'm just trying to think about like uh, you, you're, you're not saying it should be like the double with Jesse Eisenberg and Jesse Eisenberg. You got to say it twice. Oh yeah. Or uh, Joe versus the volcano with all the Meg Ryan's. Right. Oh yeah. And that and movie. that same volcano plays two different volcanoes. Eddie no. Murphy and Coming <laughs> to America. <laughs> I would watch. Oh, that's a, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a good like one. that's what, that was like when it went well for Eddie Murphy to play. Yeah, that's of other. People. That's when he got that the little like, taste of playing multiple <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, it's like that time that Kevin Costner was in something and it was good, and then they were like, "Let's keep doing this." I know that no one else liked my volcano joke, but I'm still going. What if the clumps remade with just the Joe versus the volcano volcano as all of the different clumps? I think that would just be volcanoes sitting around a dinner table spewing. I don't make any jokes. I think National jokes. Geographic does that a lot. Yeah. Fart jokes, Chris. I'm pretty sure that was the last Pixar short I saw. It was. It was a bunch of oh. the same volcano playing, too. Where did you guys fall on lava? Did you guys... Were you into it? We haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen Have it yet? Have seen it? It's no. in front of Inside Out? Yeah. No, uh, yeah, we no, haven't we seen haven't that. Seen Inside Out. We're Do the yourself a left. favor yeah. and see both of them. They're both I very good. Know. I love the short. Anthony loved the short, but I've heard people who are upset because it's basically the whole short is one pun over and over and over again, and I never got sick of it. It's a very sweet pun, though. I think it's great. It's got, it's got it where it counts, right I, here. <laughs> right in the lava. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, Scott on Facebook says, what would you want The Rock to cook for you? Just Aww. in case you're smelling what The Rock is cooking, I suppose. Yeah. Or was this about The Rock being a chef in this movie? Mm-hmm. No, I think I, I think it's both because The Rock is a chef in this movie and we should all be smelling what The Rock is cooking. Yeah. I don't like that as a tagline, though, because it's sort of like you may or may not get this food. Like, I want to be tasting what The Rock is cooking. Yeah, usually he's cooking up a can of whoop-ass. Oh, so. I don't want to taste that. Right? Well, what yeah, if it but maybe some like trips can't be here. I don't know. <laughs> What's that? What if it gives you power to whoop-ass, though? Right, because like if you, it's it's when you someone opens up a can of whoop ass on you. But if someone gives you like a cooked whoop ass and it's like you eat it, do you then have the yeah. power to whoop ass? It, right? Is fresh whoop ass <laughs> better or worse than canned whoop ass? Or does it taste I better? Than oh, always fresh. I feel like they've been canning whoop ass since Popeye's day. I'm really mm. clinging to this spinach joke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't hear it. I'm sorry. Fine. Uh, Go straight to your muscles. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty solid. Although he was eating canned spinach, which. Ugh, right? Yeah, I it was mean, wartime. You did what you had to for yeah, America. Yeah. Jeez. Man, the terrorists really have won. Is that what that war was about? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, it was about the, the spinach wars. Another Scott on, on Facebook, but not the same Scott, possibly a rival Scott, says, if you had a chance to perform the perfect, uh, perform the perfect but needed a partner, and your choices were Dwayne Johnson or Sean William Scott, who would you pick? First of all, Anthony, what's the perfect? I'm not sure. Is that is that a wrestling move or not? Okay, it, it might be. Uh, I, I or was was it a was it an autocorrect uh, substitution? It could be. Do we know? Well, uh, in any case, I don't think I need uh, no. any context. I will always choose Dwayne Douglas Johnson over Sean yeah. Williams. Or well, but what Scott if the perfect in, is like uh, a thing that would make Sean Williams Scott not be in movies anymore? Then you definitely want him over The Rock. That's true, but that seems really unlikely for what the perfect. Movie. I just assumed this was a great wrestling movie. I was going to say this, and you'd be like, "Oh!" And then it, I, apparently it was a bad question to choose. No, I mean, if, okay, look, if we're asking like, who would I rather have someone dance in front of me with left foot, right foot, and then kick poorly? Always going to go the Rock. Yeah, asking who's going to rock bottom? Always the Rock. Uh-huh. Hell, if you ask me who I want to have give me a stone cold stunner, always the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I just—it's always going to be the rock. He's always. Do they ever do that? Do they ever do someone else's patented moves? Occasionally, you see that, like a sign of disrespect, something like that. Nice. You know, 
a lot of wrestling moves are just like, like there's a guy that, like a uh, hope break kid, Shawn Michaels, right? Sure. His his closer, he just kicks you in the face, right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big wind up to it, but there's no like. It's, it's just harsh. he just kicks you in the face harder than anybody else. So sometimes other people get kicked in the face, sure. And it's like that's just the kick in the face. That's not the showstopper. Sure, it's not sweet chin music like the way well, Shawn sure, Michaels. Sure, but that's does like it. I mean that's like saying that every phone is an iPhone. Like there are. Yeah. This is a different kick in the face. It's really the subtle. There are the rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of wrestling moves that are someone's like, I'm just going to do your move slightly differently and call it a different name. Well, well. Now that you say the kick in the face thing, I wonder like, it, you're fighting, so like punch or kick the face, pretty much ninety percent of fighting, right? Like all of these moves are going to be like, I punch you here, I punch you here, I choke you. But it's it's about the wind up. See what so he does. Mostly, he yeah, he knocks you down. He goes to the corner. He stomps his foot a bunch of times. That's called warming up the band. <laughs> and then <laughs> when you get up, he gives you the sweet chin music, and you get knocked out. Uh, the sweet chin music is when he punches you in it's the face. It's all about selling it, isn't it? In the face. Kicks you in the face. Yeah, you got to warm up the band first because then they're uh, ready to rock. Yeah, because then they're ready to play the music. Yeah. Yeah. If this yeah. weren't thoroughly badass, it would sound really dorky. That's it's still pretty dorky. That's the dorky. fine line wrestling has been walking <laughs> for the last 50 years. Calling his feet the band <laughs> is sort of what, well, that's sort of what Sean William Scott does in this is he's like feet are thunder and lightning and he's going to kick you in the yeah. weather forecast or something. But he's not good at kicking or at forecasting weather. He just gets punched in the face whenever he tries it. He's hella well, good at he tries shooting other people. Americans. Oh, it. that's true. He confuses that one foreigner with it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, he does. He's like, I'm going to hit you with this. I'm going to hit you with this. And the guy's like, well, I don't know what that means. And then he gets kicked in the face. Well, <laughs> or I'm sorry, I he seem performs to be in a, a land of shelves. I should probably fall into some of them. <laughs> yeah. I, Everything is made to be fallen into. Yeah, some good falling. I like it. Uh, which actually makes me think I would like a wrestling match staged in a convenience store. That was pretty funny. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s, man. Yeah, it was crazy, crazy. Uh, there used to be this belt. Uh, that was like like the Hode Core Championship belt, and the th- gimmick was is a match could happen at any time. What? So whoever had it, they would just be clips, and they'd be like leaving the hotel, and someone would just come up and hit them with a chair, <laughs> and then knock them down, and a ref would come and count. That's but yeah, amazing. They would do things like they'd be out at a convenience store just buying something, and someone would come in and like just slam them through the table, and then their fight would break out in a convenience store. And then you get the three count, you're the new hardcore champion. You're just like at dinner with your wife at a really fancy restaurant. There's like a, a string trio playing in the corner. Uh, and then you're like, wait a second, is that the band warming up? And then kicked in the face. The guys Boom. who were going for the hardcore belt weren't exactly nice dinner restaurant type dudes. All right, so you're hanging out at a Hooters. Yeah, and they're like go. enjoying some wings. And you're get like, that cross that- promotion, <laughs> classic <laughs> WWF style. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lastly, just to finish this up, uh, Lee on Facebook says, how did the rock get the Con Lobos through airport security? Um, I just want to bring this up because we didn't even talk about the Con Lobos yet. So major it was such a minor plot. You don't need it to understand what happened in the movie. No, but it but is just a, fruit a remarkable thing, get... which is that yeah. the, uh, so in the middle of the movie, the, the rebel leader decides to like Rosaria Dawson yep decides to like trick them by giving them a fruit and then they pass out and then she leaves with the gato instead of just stealing the gato without drugging them and then yes. later the rock is like hey everybody eat the celebratory fruit I bought back from Brazil and drugs the leader of that gang which still seems like he's still the mob boss so like you're gonna go up in a restaurant and he's just gonna blow it up because you drugged him with fruit yeah like, and, and the fact- leisurely getaway fruit yeah, exactly. He didn't just like, you know, bring it. He brought it and then sat on that information the entire flight while Sean William Scott was sitting next to him the right. whole time. Like, oh, yeah, what a dick. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna just going to give you over to your father. And then it's like, surprise, I had these con lobos the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But to your question, uh, dear listener, about whether the TSA was thorough in checking the rocks bag. They were not, well, because they are only occasionally thorough. Occasionally, annoyingly thorough, yeah. but they do not check every bag. That's well, just how it goes. So you think he was in checked bags? You don't think he brought this carry-on? Yeah, or he just yeah, didn't declare big duffel. it. Yeah, yeah, I feel or, like the duffel was probably a checked bag. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I think The Rock is more of a, like, always bring it on board, quick exit kind of guy. I think the Scottish guy flew him the whole way. Oh. <laughs> From Brazil back to Los Angeles. Uh, the the 
uh, who's that guy? Um, the unnecessary Scotsman? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, unnecessary unnecessary Scotsman in drag as an Irishman as sort well. Of the, the poor man Simon Pegg? Yeah. The poorest man Simon Pegg. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like Simon's Peg, Simon Pegg's name being like drawn into this. Well, yeah. yeah. He was the, uh, the guy from Train Spotting. Oh, having his, doing heroin, reaching yeah. his own rock bottom. Yeah, exactly. He's the guy. The, the, oh, the, I forgot it was mom's s- birthday. The sad guy from Train Spotting <laughs> who like uh, ends up getting robbed at the end still, but he's still. This gets is some his money. other gig. Yeah, <laughs> yep. that's bad. As oh, a pilot, sad news. Yeah. Hey, sad cleaned news. up. Guys, yeah, cleaned together. up. Learned to play the bagpipes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying he was an extra in Train Spotting, and then he went on to do this movie. You were yeah. just saying he was that character. No, he the, the actor. actor was in Train Spotting. <laughs> oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> right, but it back. could Sorry. these could be shared universe. That's what's all the rage in Hollywood right now. Oh right. Train spotting. Yeah, infinite continuity. This is part of the train spotting cinematic universe. Yeah. Just a bunch of uh, just a bunch of people on heroin in other movies. Yeah, it's just train spotting, <laughs> Requiem for a Dream, and the Rundown. That's it. <laughs> that's the shared <laughs> the shared universe. I love the idea of shared universe being like, just like, what if this guy cleaned up and now is a bush pilot in Brazil? Yeah. I like it being very glancingly part of the universe. Yeah. It does seem like a place where they wouldn't do background checks. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. Which is good. Yeah. You're yeah. just a crazy bush pilot working for the yeah. mob in mining town Brazil. <laughs> uh, there's no way. Yeah. Uh, there's no way. All right, you guys, that's the game of Top 5. You can play Top 5 along with us top by five. going to facebook.com slash weep or on Twitter at read underscore weep. Uh, let us know your questions for whatever it is we're talking about. We'll post them there. Also, you can do it on our mailing list, the weekly weep at read-weep.com. Now it's time for our minor compliment. We're going to go in the reverse order. Chris. No, not Chris. Tanya? Tanya, you're was up first. Last? Yeah, Tanya was last. What is your minor last. compliment and the last nice thing you ever have to say about the rundown? Um, so when they evacuated the village to have their big fight, when Christopher Walken was like, clear the village or whatever it is he said. Sure. Um, right. and then the, there and, were, and the amateur astronomer forgets to leave and then he gets, sure. Shot. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. He, doesn't he forgets get, that his telescope looks a lot like an assault rifle. <laughs> right. Sure. Sure. It's a common mistake. Um, they're clearing out of town. All the extras are clearing out of town and they have these like giant hogs with them because, you know, sometimes you got hogs uh-huh. and they were scampering and it was really cute. Oh, giant oh, hogs. Just like yeah. I liked that. I like, I like a big pig. Pretty neat. <laughs> I'm into a big pig too. I also am into scampering yeah. most cases. Yeah, the cows did some scampering too when the plane. Oh yeah, that, that was great. So yep, many yep. cows. Like some livestock. I'm down for some livestock. Yeah, there was a and there's a, a bulls running through the town to How get. How do you get a herd of bulls like three miles and then make them stampede? Because like the airports, you really have to be very good. Yeah. Well, so to get them a long way, it's the same thing you do with a lot of animals: is just trail of jelly beans. So they'll just follow you <laughs> leisurely wherever you're going, eating one jelly bean. Gentleman at a time. farmer Alex Falcone explains. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever did farmers do before the advent of the jelly bean? <laughs> but it took a lot longer. What what came yeah. first, the jelly bean or the FOMO? That's well, what I always say. It's the it's the the death of the American cowboy. Is you know they used to be really hard to get cows across ranges, and then we invented the jelly bean, and then the cowboys had no business. You're like oh, you could just, just walk up and down a mountain range, yeah. stringing along jelly beans for whatever you, you wanted the cows to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, These ranchers were like, "Holy shit, cows are really into jelly beans." Yeah, that's what Unforgiven's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the Unforgiven cinematic universe, these bulls. Uh, <laughs> continuing backwards, my minor compliment is uh, uh, I think The Rock has a new patented move, which is dive punching through a brick pillar to collapse the floor under the machine gunists. Oh my god. His dive is so punch, ridiculous. He di- he's on one building, he's being shot at from another building, dives, and in midair punches through a brick pillar. That's, that's rough on the hands. Yeah, Just, but if you look at his hands right after, baby smooth. It's movie <laughs> magic, y'all. <laughs> yeah. That, no. and he has greased himself entirely in baby oil for the entirety of this movie. Right, and uh, at one point he like punched somebody and was like rubbing his knuckles afterwards, but when he dive punches a brick pillar, no rubbing. His knuckles are fine. Maybe the construction just isn't good in Brazil. Yeah. Maybe just everything's not. ready to fall. Nothing's apart. up to code. Really, momentum did most of the work of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was a it was perfect form. That's why I didn't yeah. hurt him. 
Uh, that moment was so rad. I went back and watched it twice, and the third time I showed it to Megan because I thought she needed to see it, and she was like, "What <laughs> did she shit? say?" Oh, really? She was very okay. impressed. Uh, it is very surprising because you're like, "This looks like a normal Earth person." What? It's very surprising. Yeah. There was so much good action in this movie, and not much comedy for an action comedy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big action, little comedy. Uh, I mean, if you want action, you hire The Rock, and if you want comedy. You don't hire Sean William Scott. Or Peter Berg, for that matter of fact. Peter Berg yeah. is... He's the director of... Director. Yeah, he does yeah. a lot... You know, director of Friday Night Lights and Battleship. Oh. Um, so... Ugh. Friday Night Lights is really good. But yeah, but not... He's no, not like no. a real humor-heavy guy. I was mostly reacting to Battleship. Yeah. Uh, Executive producer of The Leftovers on HBO... <laughs> Yeah, you know, a, a real knee slapper there. Yeah, he, knows, he knows what'll tickle your funny bone, that Peter Berg. How do you know that he's the exact... How did you do that? Because I watched The Leftovers. <laughs> and then you were like... I mean, I've watched a lot of movies, and I couldn't name one executive producer of one thing. Well, he directed the pilot, so he got like that kind of thing. He was in the show for a little bit. Look, this is not what we're here to talk about. I'm just impressed by you as a person. That's a hell of a memory on you. Uh, Chris, what's your minor compliment? Uh, this is one thing that we haven't talked about yet, and I'm surprised that it didn't come up in yet, but the jungle looked amazing in this movie. Everything was just so, like, lush and green, and, like, it was shot really, really, really nice. well. They also did, want to go back to the jungle. I would love to go to the jungle. They also did some, what I thought were kind of fun CG shots, where it was like, we're above this truck, and then we pull out and see the whole jungle, and then pull back in on another part of the jungle where the bad guys are. Like, I, that was nice. Yeah. Was yeah. Fun. Yeah. yeah. I do but, like this. Uh, is my favorite use of CG is camera angles where it would be imp- improbable to put a cameraman. Like I love when a camera yes. is like going down and it goes through the floor, and you're like, "Well, a cameraman can't do that." How'd they cut a hole there? Yeah, I don't know. Great. I like that a lot. It's yeah. a weird thing to like. But uh, Peter Berg, not a comedy director, but uh, made this movie look yeah, pretty good. good. Yeah, good at jungle shots, good visual style. Uh, Anthony, what's your minor element? Close it uh, out. I think this is an exceptionally okay movie (laughs) it's it's just it's so it's it's solid it's got a beginning a middle and an end does it never like does anything outwardly like terrible it never like rises above to become anything exceptional though it's just it's a it's a competent very solid fun time which if you replace the rock with any other like with a with a lesser wrestler or a lesser person, like a John Cena. Yeah, you, like you put a, John Cena in that role. This movie's terrible, right? Yeah, yeah. Mostly because John Cena would, you know, one he would never get hit or fall down. He would always win all the fights, <laughs> and even though everyone hated him, uh, uh, some wrestling knowledge <laughs> hates going on. I love it. Just some uh, shit talk. No, but yeah, I mean, John. Cena, yeah, no, it's it wouldn't work. It's it's so much driven by like it's just a less charming dude yeah. in that role. It's, I, I love the yeah. idea of just like like I, this is why I love The Rock is just that role of like charming huge guy punchy face it's just really it's a specialized yeah. role his charm has only gone up throughout oh his yeah career. he's this definitely is, this is the i think the lowest of his charm yes perhaps well do you think it's but the, the most punchy it could be the steroids i think now he just seems so happy-go-lucky and he's juggling puppies and i don't i don't know what he's doing these days but yeah in fast seven he has a cast on at one point and then shit gets real and he, and he goes daddy he needs to get to work and he flexes the cast yep. off oh yeah and grabs it like a giant machine gun yep the rock of 2003 could not have pulled that off the way the rock well, of 2015 interesting does. enough you know why there was a cast on his hand he broke it dive punching a brick pillar. <laughs> Just really wrecked his shit. <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, that mediocre laugh is good enough for me. Uh, that's the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Wow, if our if our show had a mission statement. Yeah, it was like, we chuckled. Uh, that's it for our show, you guys. Next week, we're going to be back, continuing the Rocktober. We're going to be watching San Andreas. We went from early rock to, or as I call it, classic rock, to some, some late rock, some modern rock. Prog Contemporary rock. rock. Temporary? Contemporary. Oh, contemporary. That makes more sense. I thought you were like, no, this movie's not going to be around in a year. 
It's, it's like Disney classic cartoon that's going back in the vault. Yeah, um, it was filmed on Listerine strips. <laughs> Any humidity, it'll just dissolve. And surprisingly strong. Um, anyway, so that we're going to be talking about San Andreas, uh, his uh, earthquake tidal wave movie. I'm really excited about it. Uh, so that's going to be next week. Join us for that. If you have questions about it, go to facebook.com slash weep. Or join the weekly weep, read Uh It's going to be super fun. And get the word out. Let everybody know it's the, it's the Rocktober. Um, oh, really quick, before we go, I want to do this. Uh, we had, had a great, one of my favorite tweets we've ever received at the podcast, at read underscore weep. Uh, this is from Danielle, who says, this is about last week's episode where we talked about frog penises because of uh, Hell Comes to Frog Town. And we did some bingling to find out whether or not they have penises. Uh, Danielle tweets at us, "Are frog penises? I'm a frog ecologist. Here is a pictures of frogs having sex." And Whoa. that is what the internet is for. It's for people to listen to your podcast, hear you speculate about frog penises, be a professional frog-related scientist, and then just have a picture of them humping. That was how Al yeah. Gore actually pitched the internet. That was his original. When he walked into the office, he's like, all right, check this out. I have a goddamn vision. I, I like it so much, uh, and I, uh, I asked about some other questions, uh, and it turns out they do not have, as we had suspected on the show, uh, big furry penises. We were really hoping, but no. But she oh, said, man. do, do bingle, out once again. Do p- bingle tailed frogs, because they have sort of penises, so, which is what I'm looking for when I'm bingling. Um, Weird. Uh, by the way, penis. this is a heads up. If you are a professional geologist, seismologist, tidal wave, tidal waveologist, <laughs> or helicopter pilot, stay tuned because <laughs> we're going to have some questions. Does does a helicopter have a penis? Is it furry? This and more next I hope week. So, <laughs> little, oh, Charlie Tango. Got yeah, little Charlie Boners. Okay, this is uh, helicopter Charlie can't. Tango from here. Helicopters can't do that so thing when two helicopters refuel in mid-flight. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's the plane penis, right there. That, oh like, yeah, yeah. The the fighter jet. Yeah. And the and the <laughs> tanker. Uh, yeah, true. That is the most sexual thing about planes. <laughs> we found it. Let's yeah. go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. At uh, uh, C. Walter Smith. Thanks for being back. Yeah, good to be back. And at the Tanya Best. Who to who? Run for cover. And <laughs> at Anthony Lopez PT2. Thanks for having me on Twitter. Uh, Anthony also is part of Earthquake Hurricane. The this is that's our stand-up supergroup. Yep. And it's super cool. So if you're, uh, we just did a college show. So if you if you happen to be a college activities director and would like the powerhouse comedy group Earthquake Hurricane to come to your school, we would be into that as well. Yeah, definitely hit Alex up. He'd <laughs> be the one to handle that. Uh, yeah, do check Anthony out on Twitter and uh, and and his his videos. My favorite, I think, my favorite stand up in the city. Oh, thank you. I Aww. yeah, I'm my favorite too. Yeah, that seems like you. All right, that's it. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>